Welcome to part two of what is executive functioning. So the executive functions can be broken down into organizing, prioritizing, flexibility, memory, and self-monitoring. Now, if you have that list, you could stop listening and we're done. Or keep listening and I'll dig deeply into each of those. So organizing. Now, my grandmother used to say, a place for everything and everything in its place. However, organizing is not only organizing physical space and materials, but also time management. So if a person has a finite amount of time, which all of us mortals do, how will we organize or divide up that finite resource? And that leads into prioritizing, which in my opinion, I think is the most important of the executive functions. And this encompasses not only telling main ideas from details, deciding what is important from what's unimportant, knowing what to do now and what can be done later. All of these really critically decisions stem from our ability to prioritize. Weak prioritization leads to difficulty with time management, reading comprehension, listening comprehension, relationships, work, and well, just about everything. Next is shifting or thinking flexibly. Now, kids with uh, severe ADHD and with autism have a lot of trouble with this one. Uh, this is also sometimes called cognitive flexibility. And what it is, it's considering alternatives, dealing with new situations, adjusting to failure, and what's called inhibitory control, which is a real fancy way to say acting when you're supposed to and not acting when you're not supposed to. So that's controlling your impulses. Next, we have accessing memory. So this is holding ideas in mind and manipulating them while keeping them in your head. This one is important for arithmetic. It's critically important for language learning. And then a fancy, fancy name for it, if you really want to sound smart at a party, is called fluid reasoning. And then that's how it's actually measured on common IQ tests is under that uh, fluid reasoning heading. And next we have self-monitoring. And this one is really tough because, unfortunately, the worse a child's executive functioning the less likely they are to recognize their own struggles or the solutions to them. So there's often a defensiveness. I've experienced a defensiveness when working with students with ADHD, with autism, with executive functioning difficulties, and that they develop inefficient systems and then defend those systems. Um, and, and, you know, parents, you may experience this in your children and just understand that it, it's an outflow of weak executive functioning is exactly the exact weaknesses that led them to develop the inefficient systems, lead them to invest really heavily and, and become defensive of them. My advice for working with that is introduce things one thing at a time and let it work for a while and coach your children through it. And you can make progress in all of these domains. All right, this is Alex Brzezowski. Shine on.